doing what they feel like doing and calling that innovation has actually bastardized the process. Um, the clear definition of innovation is out there and we just want to take the easy route out. We want to call ourselves innovators because... Hello, innovators. Welcome to the Midnight Innovation Podcast with Puru Kundu, where we talk about innovation strategies, mindset and techniques, while bringing people together on the adventure of business innovation. Hello, innovators. Welcome to the Midnight Innovators Podcast, episode one. I'm so excited for this one episode. It was so much nerves in the one before that, but, well, there's a little bit of nerves today as well. But that's because I've started something new for myself and I'm more excited than nervous. Let's put it that way. So welcome. This is the episode number one. And today we're going to talk about a lot of cool things and um, I can't wait to get amongst it. But before we go there, I just wanted to say hello to you. Hope you're having a good day. Hope you're having a good night. And so far, whatever time you're listening to this, hope you had a great week. Um, and I wish you a very, very good week ahead of you as well. Know that you're not alone. Know that I've got your back. We're going to do this together. If you are listening while you're experiencing some business issues or you're trying to innovate within your organization or within your business and you're getting stuck, that's a-okay. I got your back. We're going to go through this process together and it begins with today's fundamental focus, which is about um, defining innovation. I feel like whenever I have started to go into this category of defining innovation, I put a lot of pressure on myself without realizing that it's such a hard thing to define. It is not upon one person, the sole responsibility of one person to go and define innovation for everybody else. But I think, you know, a lot of us get caught with the pressure that it brings. So if you are thinking about innovating or if you are already actioning innovation within your organization or within your business or, or in your own little side hustle, whatever that is for you, know that it is not the deal breaker, right? If you haven't defined it, if you know that that is important, that's good enough. That's all right. And we're going to talk about that today. So, well, Let's define innovation. And um, before I delve into that, I really want to find out from you as to what different definitions you guys use um, in your organizations or within your different businesses or people you hang out with, people you know in the community. I know that there's a multitude of definitions that are out there. Um, if you do know one, please email it to me. I would love to see what you guys are up to. The email is puru at purukundu.com. I'll leave the email address in the notes anyway for you, to, for you to see. Anyway, let's keep going. So from my experience in um, working with different teams, working with different types of organizations and different sectors, defining innovation has been done very poorly. Okay, and I'm saying this boldly, I know, and I understand that, and this is my opinion. And an opinion that comes with some experience, really. Um, what happens is typically an organization would come up with an innovation definition that is broad enough and it's super vague for nobody to be accountable really and 
the purpose of any definition is to really set the ground rules on what we're going to be doing, how we're going to be doing it, and how we can be measured. That last part, being measured, is what most people that I know avoid. And that's purely because people don't really know the methods of measuring innovation. Or at least I would say that they're not very robust methods. So I find that that to be the common reason why people choose a really vague definition. Um, and that's okay. Look, you know, people do what they want to do, but we're not going to do that. So we're going to go into the nitty gritties of that. So that's the real purpose of defining innovation because it really attaches all of our work to a measurable outcome. Everything that we're going to talk about in this Innovators podcast, um, it's really driven by value. Um, I don't really stand for novelty or matrix that really don't really do anything. Really, That's just a lot of don't really in that one little tiny phrase. Okay. So with regards to innovation, the definition is important because it sets the ground. We've known about that. And who sets that definition then? You know, is it the um, is it the chief executive officer or is it the line of business that we're trying to work in? Who's the right person to set the definition? You know, before we go into what it is, we want to find out who sets it. I think the biggest mistake that I've seen people make and I've been there myself is defining innovation in isolation to the whole organization, right? The worst case scenario is that this definition that is defined in isolation has no methods of measurement. That's correct. You will know this if this is happening in your company, in your business, in your organization. If we say that we are a very innovative organization or a very innovative team or a very innovative executive or a team member, how much of your innovations have you measured in the last six months? Okay, that's a good litmus test to ask ourselves. Now, from the moment that we go about defining innovation, the measurement follows. The key intent of defining innovation is to define measurement. It starts from there. And an innovation that can't be measured, it's really not an innovation. Let's, let's put it out that way. The requirement for measurability, you know, it is the essential criteria. Because once we are able to define it, we are able to measure it, we can define the concepts, we can look at how they're progressing, are they solving any, any customer needs, or are they just theatre? And to this date, I have not come across one team or one company that I've either worked for or have been in touch with who can then confidently say, well, this is why we are innovative and this is how much we have increased our innovation score or innovation index or whatever the measurement is per year. Um, most often I find that organizations define and measure innovation for their capabilities um, to innovate. So they would look at people who are, you know, the amount of studies that they've done, the amount of research that they've conducted, you know, a new product or service that they've 
looked at a competitor's organization and they called themselves innovative in that sense because it is new to the organization. In some sense, that's right. But um, ideally, that's not what you know, innovation really is. So what my understanding of innovation so far in this journey, and I've read a lot about this stuff before I started speaking to you guys, is people are confused. That's what it is. People are confused about what to call innovation so that we can define it, so that we can measure it, and so that we can actually hold each other accountable. That's what it is. First of all, a new organization, a new company, a new startup, someone's new business who's driven to bring value to its customers, we have to be innovative in today's time. Right? There's no denying that. And I'm not going to bore you guys with the examples of, of the worlds um, that, that how innovative companies have done an amazing job. Like I just, yeah, I don't want to bore you with it. I get bored by that myself. So you guys, you, you can Google that stuff, right? Um, but what I'm going to talk about here is really how do we define innovation for good? For once, it's done. Okay, so where is the source of this innovation in definition? Who, who makes it? So I looked up and one resource that I hold true to my heart because the amount of work that has been done by this particular group of people has been the most valuable contribution towards the innovation ecosystem in the world, right? And this group is the OECD. And I am so so thankful and so grateful that I got to work on projects and on, on, on strategies that utilized some of the research that this group has produced. And my definition of innovation comes from them as well. Not in its entirety, but a big portion of it. And once you hear it, I think it'll make sense too. So, there's very simple terms. Innovation is a new or improved product or a service. Now, that's number one. It's a new or improved product or a service. It can also be a process. But let's, for the simplicity's sake, let's keep it. Innovation is a new or improved product or a service or a combination of it that differs significantly from the organization's previous products or services. There's number two. It needs to be significantly different from the organization's previous offerings. Okay, And then, this is the best part, and that has been made available to the potential users. Now, these are the three elements. If whatever we are doing doesn't tick these three, it technically is an innovation. And I have read a lot of innovation books and innovation news and innovation definitions, but this particular one captures it all. And this is pervasive enough for any industry, any domain, any size of organization. And it just puts it such beautifully that, it has three key elements. I'm going to repeat those. Number one, right? So we have a new and improved product or a process or a service. That's number one. 
the requirement number one. Requirement number two, that it differs significantly from the organization or the teams or the business's previous products or services. It can't be same. It can't be a little increment. It can't be just a minor change. It has to be significantly different. And then the key part which makes it innovation is that it has been made available to the potential users. Now, if we do all the work of testing something, trialing something, incubating something in-house, but it never gets released to its intended user, we can't really call that an innovation. Now, this is the hard part to digest to, for most people that I've actually spoken this about. Well, normal question comes up, well, you know what, we, we're innovating because we're trying new methods and, you know, not everything's going to reach to the end user, so we just can't really say that we're not innovating. Um, a common practice is that, well, if we're spending that much money on research and development of, of the new product or new service that we're trying to offer, how can we not call us innovating? No matter how many experiments we run, until we're ready to go and produce the outcome for the end user, we really cannot call ourselves innovators. Okay. And I'm going to get challenged on that, and I know, and I'd love to hear from you what are your views, but I'm going to continue on what I know. And it will be super cool to have a conversation sometime um, in the next coming episodes. I'd love to read about what you think. Um, on this particular point. I think, I'll use an example to explain my viewpoint. Um, my close friend who's recently graduated from medical school, you know, I bet he had um, done a lot of work in a safe environment, in a, in a controlled environment where we control the variables um, we're not really touching live human beings. You know, there's a lot of testing that goes on in the medical industry on animals and other low-risk cases before we go ahead and launch that to the end user. That particular medicine, that particular medical procedure, tech for COVID-19 or bad example, COVID-19, um, we, we, we test it first, right? So we test but if it fails, it hasn't been made available to people. Okay, well, can we call ourselves innovators then? Hmm. That raises a really interesting point in the definition of innovation. Is, is it as simple as that? Or is there more to it? When I looked into it further, what I found was the innovation generating activities that a team or a company or a business is engaging in definitely can contribute towards the innovation that the company or the business or the team produces. However, just doing those things alone doesn't warrant that we are innovating, if that makes sense. Okay, so those activities of testing, trialing, doing all amazing work is important because without those we can't generate innovations, but just doing those alone doesn't make us innovative. Right? The benchmark's really high. And it has to be, because if we call ourselves doctors, 
then we need to go through the rigorous process of learning learning the skill. We need to learn the control and we need to learn in the control environment first, a lot of it actually, before we go live, before we make whatever we are making, we, the product or the service available to our intended users. Um, and a lot of us have come across this, I'm pretty sure, but I have at least, that we jump really quickly and we give ourselves the badges of innovators. As soon as we have a design lab or we have designed a business model or come up with some testing, some experimentations, whatever that is, um, some of these topics we're going to cover in detail and bring more light to them as well. But today we're talking about definition of innovation. A lot of the times when we go about calling ourselves innovators, we miss this critical part that whatever we are doing needs to hit the intended user. And only then we can call ourselves innovators. Okay, So I'm going to stop there for a second, let that sink in, because um, I find that innovation theatre, the buzzword, and the other activities where people are doing what they feel like doing and calling that innovation has actually bastardized the process. Um, the clear definition of innovation is out there and we just want to take the easy route out. We want to call ourselves innovators because we just can. Because it looks cool. The walls that are filled with sticky notes, you would know them, you've been there. Now in a digital environment we produce um, digital whiteboards with different types of frameworks that people come and collaborate on and we have these amazing meetings, these workshops. But if, if whatever we are doing isn't making its way out to our intended user, um, then unfortunately this is not innovation. It definitely qualifies for the innovation activities, which we're going to talk about next, but it isn't innovation. Okay, the definition of innovation is out of the way now, right? Now we can dig a bit deeper onto the different tributaries of innovation activities, different types of business innovation definitions and process innovations and product innovations and you name it, right? We're going to dig deeper then. I think the one thing that most teams and most companies and most businesses who are confident um, about business innovation or really have taken a jab at defining innovation um, have missed these parts, right? It's to really define what are innovation generating activities or innovation activities, let's call them, right? Um, that's purely because they've left these things for the designer um, cohort. Now, I am a designer. Um, in, in my life, I feel, you know, the best products and the best services they're the brainchild of some designer, be it a tangible product like a water bottle or amazing Mac computer to anything like a service like Netflix, which you don't really touch and feel. They've all been put together by designers, yes. But outsourcing the definition of innovation within an organization to just call design-related activities, I think it's just a cop-out. From my perspective, you know, innovation activities, they include all sorts of developmental, financial, and commercial activities that a company takes. It isn't about just design. It is about 
all other things. Um, and how do we measure those things? Um, how much time and effort and resources are we spending in developmental activities, for example, developing our staff, developing products, um, developing services, developing frameworks, whatever that is. And financial and commercial follows the next. And all of these activities, they're intended to produce innovations, right? So that's what innovation activity is. Now, take, for example, a designer who works really closely with the production team. Let's call them that, right? It could be in an industrial production. It could be a digital production. It could be um, a service offering, whatever that is. So a designer starts with designing the overall features and different things that will go into this particular service offering. But is that service offering innovative? Is that really dramatically different to what the organizations previously offered? And is that going to somehow make its way to the intended user? Now, you see, filtering these activities through the definition of innovation makes it really hit home, makes it really come alive. That these activities, even as little as um, going out and talking to customers, talking to people to get a view, all of those activities need to tie back to this definition of innovation. Now, more than often, I've seen organizations do that, and for a good reason. There's no maturity in the level of definition of the innovation, and once it is not there, everything else is just you know, wishy-washy. And that's okay if it has been so far. But now is the time for us to be serious about this, and whoever's listening to this, you guys, it's your responsibility to take these on board and ask questions and discuss with each other and challenge each other to go, well, why is this definition better than the others? And I'd love to be part of that conversation, by the way. Now, begin this conversation by asking who's the right person to define innovation. And I think now I can confidently express that it is us, it is you. You have the ability to define innovation, to influence innovation within your own capacity. If you're an executive listening to this, you now have the ability to go and do something about this. Keep listening to this podcast because I'm going to go deeper into each of these segments, the definitions and how they apply, what tools we use, how do these definitions convert into strategies, how does this definition convert into a culture and different behaviors that are required to cultivate innovation. And of course, we're going to talk about some amazing tools and technique to implement those innovations so that we are staying true to the definition that we've discussed. So it is you, my friends, who have the power to define innovation correctly. Remember, it all starts with the intent of measurement. If there is no intent of measurement, defining innovation isn't really solving any purpose. So I hope um, you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. If you have any questions about any of the content that I've spoken about today, you have my email address. It's puru at purukundu.com. Send me an email. I love to answer your questions. In the next coming episodes, we're going to go a bit deeper into the other aspects 
around the innovation definition that include what activities would qualify as innovation generating activities but i also would love to start talking about the strategies that you can that you can start to use immediately and how to cultivate those strategies we're then going to go into the culture element because as you may have all heard before culture eats strategy for breakfast now this particular phrase is a favorite phrase of mine we're going to go dive deeper into that as well and then we're going to have a lot of fun so yeah this is me saying have a great night have a great day and thank you so much for listening this is not possible without you you make this dream of mine come true and together what i want to do my why of doing this is to change and contribute towards this amazing innovation ecosystem because if we do it right if we do it correctly it has the abilities to change people's lives in whatever we do the end of that thread is someone who's going to really have a good day if we do it correctly and that's my why all right friends have a fabulous day fabulous evening until next episode this is purukundu saying g'day and goodbye thanks for listening to the midnight innovators podcast with your host purukundu i hope you enjoyed the episode and stay tuned for more magic about innovation in the coming episodes i also want to mention that the midnight innovators podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which we meet today i would also like to pay my respect to elders past present and emerging